0: on the far outside, then best plan yet, Coup de Gras, who is in trouble, has dropped to mid-pack, and they're coming to the top of the stretch, and Cairo Prince and Luis Saez have taken the lead, and they'll turn for home in front by two, almost famous is next, Financial Mogul, intense holiday, Conquest Titan running a big one on the far outside, but Cairo Prince has run away, Cairo Prince and Luis Saez with an emphatic win in the Holy Bowl! the triple crown 19th podcast 90 days until the kentucky derby this is howard dinette ceo of Angolite media max dinette is editor-in-chief of Angolite media also host of beers beards and bastards a comedic look at craft beers yes sir there he is tommy is off today i think we we wore him out last weekend at the holy bull we were there um pretty busy week uh we're a little bit behind but uh He's, he's going to the, the Don Handicap the next weekend in Gulfstream, which should be fun. This weekend, there's tons of races to get caught up. We had the Withers at Aqueduct yesterday, the Sam F. Davis at Tampa Bay, and the Grade 3 Hutchinson at Gulfstream. Bunch of races going on, and there was a couple others, too, but those are the, the main ones that we're going to focus on today. Last weekend, I was at the Holy Bull. Holy Bull. It was great fun. Uh, I was behind the scenes. Actually, I was up on the roof of Gulfstream Park, which was pretty cool. Wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get some good photogs from up there, but um, I ended up getting some pretty interesting shots. There are there's a couple already posted on our website angleightmedia.com. Nice plug. There's a plug blended that puppy right in there. Um, so really, thank you to Sherry Holmes. She runs the gift shop and Ellen Lobelines for and Ellen was the one who kind of drugged me around uh, Gulfstream. I had a chaperone. Um, but it, it it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was it was pretty crowded at Gulfstream, which I was happy to see for the, for the Holy Bull. That's good. And actually, the Holy Bull was it was a great race. There was some really solid horses mm-hmm. in the race. In uh, and there was another race earlier in the day that Suge had a horse in called Top Billing, and actually his time for for that it was it wasn't a feature race, but it was a fourth race of the day. Yeah. His time for that race was pretty comparable to the Holy Bull, so Top Billing Shug's horse looked pretty good. He isn't—he won't—you won't see him on any of the leaderboards because that race didn't count towards the chase for the Triple Crown. But I didn't think you need to keep your eye out. He might run in the Fountain of Youth mm. um, coming up here, so we'll see. And that, cool, um, Johnny V. So jo- John Velasquez. I got a good picture of him in, in for his first race. I think he was on Monopolize in that same race where Top Billing was running. I got a good, great picture shot of him in the paddock before he jumped on his first horse back since he crashed in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Um, he, he looked, he looked good. Yeah. He looked good. Didn't look, that's good. You know, so I don't think he really won anything that day, but um, you know, first day back. Getting back in the swing. Um, and I'll tell you what, Cairo Prince was much the best in the Holy Bull. I mean, he looked, his performance was pretty solid. Mm. So anyhow. Cool. Let's cool. go into a little news. So that's a little bit about the weekend. And actually, Ho- Hollywood Park, beautiful place. I-, I called Maxie on, what night was it, Max? Sunday night after my weekend, uh, smoking a cigar, look looking oh, yeah, at the ocean. O- you were <laughs> texting me. Yeah. I was texting, yeah. Looking at the ocean. Um, Hollywood Park, pretty pretty cool. The the Canadian Fest was in town, so there's a lot of French. <laughs> oh yeah, a bunch of a bunch of frogs speaking. Uh, that was kind of interesting. Being all the way in Florida and felt like I was in France. But anyway, so a little news for the Florida Derby. Likely, likely next for Cairo Prince. He, so he's going to skip over. Um. Cairo Prince is going to skip over the Fountain of Youth. He's going to go right to the Florida Derby, which I think he probably should. He looked pretty solid. Yeah. Kieran is kind of sensitive with his horses. And he wants to make sure he, they get enough rest. So there's, you know, a couple of months or seven weeks or so until the Florida Derby. So he's going to give him a little rest. Um, so making his next start March 29th, it is now he ran the Holy Bull on the 25th. So that's
1: about a month that's a month a or so so, month. so that's good
0: he doesn't want to he doesn't want to run them too hard so good for kieran i mean he was right about uh, Cairo prince he ran really strong and actually yeah. i have the uh we could talk a little bit about that in a bit here so uh next bit of news so Shug he brings in honor code to golf so i got a little i read a little article i think it was in the daily racing forum little daily racing Form plug there um I didn't realize this, but Honor Code hasn't been training because he has some shin bruises, or what was it? Shin splints? No, let's see. Is that a thing for horses? He's he's developed bruising on his back ankle, so his back legs have have bruises, and I guess they were saying he's at Payson Park, and they said that the soil is a little softer or harder there. I'm not sure which, but... He was taken out of consideration for the grade two Fountain of Youth earlier in the week. So he's not going to run in the Fountain of Youth either. So he might be going great right to the Florida Derby mm. if he's feeling better. That's kind of scary, though, that honor yeah. code is uh, – his, his, his legs are a little bit hurt, and uh, mm. he might not be uh, going. So McGay, he said he's he has no plans to move top billing out of Payson, the, the horse that won that I talked about earlier. Mm and that the son of he's a son of Curlin. Curlin was a great horse, is a definite starter in the Fountain of Youth. So he's going to be so top billing will be running in the Fountain of Youth and I think he's got a good shot. Hmm. Um he's coming off an uh, impressive allowance one. That's one that I was there and it was it was a good race. So Shug says he's doing great and I'm going to point him towards the Fountain of Youth. If I have my druthers, I wish the race was was a week later, but you know that's how it goes. So that was the same thing Orb did last year, and we don't have to be shipping them around. I mean, she'll just—I mean, just like Kieran, they they don't want to move their horses around too much. Yeah. Uh, other news now. This seems like a lot of Florida news, but uh, Casa Guapo... Plays catch up to earn a bid in the Fountain Youth. So so Casaguapo, and I'm gonna go bet Casa Guapo today, because I think his his uh his works of late have been really good and he's in a lower level like allowance or claiming race today. Um so I'm gonna bet him. Uh, he's been working pretty well. And I think he should win the race he's in. He's in race ten at the uh, golf today, which is Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday, actually. Woo. Woo have my Peyton Manning jersey on, which I never wear, but I'm wearing it today. Yeah. And actually, I have a $20 bet with Tommy because he wants the Seahawks. boo hiss. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'd be happy for either one to win. <laughs> boo hiss. I want Peyton to win. I mean, I, I think he's going to win. I mean, he's a pretty great quarterback, so we'll see what goes on there. But a uh, little Super Bowl plug. Uh, tr- another news, triple count crown nominations are markedly up from a year ago there's 413 horses nominated for the for the kentucky derby so um led by award-winning eclipse award winner share belief holy bull winner cairo prince um and a record setting 42 nominations from guess who todd Pletcher. todd pletcher that's crazy he's got 42 freaking horses that potentially could make it there we were talking about tommy and i and i think max we were talking about that a few weeks back or last week that really uh pletcher hasn't had any big star i think havana is one of his big stars mm. um but i mean he's got a bunch of horses that are coming out of the, the weeds it's still very early in the derby prep season so yeah. we'll see what happens there um Do you want to take a little break and pop up the Withers, Maxie? Yeah, let's take a break. We'll come
1: back with the Withers call. There you go.
0: Turn for home, and it's Sam Rott with a narrow lead. Uncle Si continues to battle on down at the rail. Sam Rott by ahead. Uncle Si at the rail. The others are far back. Now they're inside the eighth pole. It is Sam Rott and Uncle Si, and they've been dueling from the start. Sam Rott now prevailing by a half length. Uncle Si is second, and Sam Rott will stay undefeated. He's four for four, and he's won the Withers. The time was 1 minute 46 and one-fifth seconds. So that was a great uh, head-to-head duel coming on the stretch in the Withers. Um, Mm -hmm. Sam Rat and Uncle Cy bobbing back and forth. Um, Sam Rat to win. Everybody else was pretty far back. So Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that in just a little bit here. I want to go on to some rants and raves. (laughs) So Tampa Bay Downs today or yesterday, Sammy Davis, um... Handicap was being run. Harpoon, a beautiful gray by Todd Pletcher, is trying to get into the Derby picture, so he'll be running. And actually, it was run yesterday. And Harpoon, I bet on him because I liked him. Um, got nipped at, at the wire, so um, he he made an impressive move though coming down the home stretch. He was hopelessly. Box behind a wall of horses, and I, I don't think the ride was so great. He got like tucked down. He was out of the one hole. He got tucked down and backed up, mm. and then coming to the top of the stretch, he was probably six or seven wide, mm. and he he blew down the the stretch pretty pretty well and passed everybody. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> be, be a good child <laughs> <laughs> and uh, nice. And he just got nipped by a nose. So anyhow, we'll talk about that in just a little bit here. Um, so harpoon. Don't he's not going to appear on any boards, but he's he's another Pletcher horse laying in the weeds um, today. Also, the Hutchison stakes. Um, Wildcat Red is running at it, not today. That was yesterday, actually. Yes, and uh, I bet. So Wildcat Red got beat in the. Gulfstream Park Derby by General A-Rod, and he... uh Someone got an email. Yes, (laughs) I did. Damn it. It's all right. Um, So he got beat by General A-Rod in the Gulfstream Park Derby, and he ran yesterday. I thought he was probably much the best. There were some decent horses in that race, and he he won that race yesterday. So we'll talk a little bit about that. So that's another race. Give give Wildcat Red a little...
1: A little golf club. little clap. golf
0: clap. The Hutchinson Stakes was about seven for a long, so it was shortened up. Wildcat Red appears to me to be more of a sprinter, but we'll see. He he ran pretty pretty good. Hmm. Um another rave. A noble moon has a shot to make the Gotham. Noble Moon won the Jerome Stakes. Um and he missed three weeks of training. A lot of some of these horses are starting to get hurt a little bit, and he's a good horse. Due to a foot injury, but he's back on the track this Thursday, so he could make the five hundred thousand dollar Gotham Stakes March first. There needs to be a horse named Batman at the Gotham Stakes. That's there, really good. there you go. If everything goes out without without a hitch, it's a possibility. Said trainer Leah. Wow, that's a toughie. Jaramani on Friday, she said that. So Where are we at? Gerimante. Yep. Um, now my, my rant for the week, my rant only sour taste remains after horses depart Hollywood. So I read a little article um, on the closing of Hollywood Park. It's very sad and very weird said Doug O'Neill whose Hollywood barn was home to classic winner I'll have another and three-time Hollywood Gold Cup winner Lava Man. Lava man. Training at Hollywood Park was a part of every day and a big part of our lives so that's a sad day yeah it's a pretty sad day so they i mean they closed it like a month ago and they've been all the horses have been going i mean one of the big things in in um california is there's like a thousand horses that had to find new barns so mm-hmm. quite a few horses were there and you know people are a little bit sad about it because they were used to going there and it's a nice track and now we're gonna have another shopping mall what the freak the old, The old rant. Um, give give Calif- California Chrome a golf clap, Maxie. Okay. So now three. California Chrome has won, and I think he's a derby contender, has won three stakes races, most recently the $250,000 California Cup Derby, and he won by five and a half lengths. So he's going to be in the San Felipe Stakes at Santa Anita. I was going to try and make that, but I'm going to somebody's wedding that I know, and I won't make it for March 8th. is a It's a key prep for grade Grade One for the one million dollar Santa. So he's pointing towards the Santa Anita Derby on April 5th. If all goes to plan, we're going east to the Kentucky Derby. Yahoo," said Steve Colburn. That's down the road, and we can always dream. We're hoping this three-year-old will be great. He's a nice colt. California chrome. California chrome, little golf clap. So in the chase, the point standings for the Chase for the Triple Crown, I did these yesterday, um, which was Saturday, but they have changed. Oh, little bang there. Hold
1: on. I think uh, that one's not recording, so. Oh, okay. I think we're good there. We're good. We lucked out. don't make me
0: laugh i gotta do my password here (laughs) let's see
1: let's see if i can remember a a lot of the standings are pretty similar though um yeah it's 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 very changed up very similar
0: but there's a few additions so i'm just going to rattle it off off the the website here so number one havana Number two, Cairo Prince after winning the Holy Bull. Number three, Honor Code now with back shin bruises. Number four, Mm. Tapature. Number five, Bond Holder. Number six, Rise Up, who won the Delta Downs jackpot. Number seven, We Miss Artie. Artie. Number eight, Samrat, who just won the Withers. Number nine, Noble Moon, who won the Jerome, number ten Amis Holiday, who won the Grey in Toronto, number 11, 11, Vickers in trouble, number twelve, and that's a uh, Ken and Sarah Ramsey horse, number uh, twelve, Clear Cleburne, that's a Dale Romans horse, number, and haven't seen him in a while, number thirteen Tanzanite Cat with ten points, number fourteen the Sham winner midnight hawk number 15 and running today casa guapo with five points number 16 classic jock and roll he ran yesterday in the withers and didn't do so well i think he may, maybe he got up for third number 17 conquest titan um he ran in the holy bull and he ran well coming down the stretch late to get up for second I had the exacted with him in the holy bull. Number 8 Smarty's Echo with 4 points. Number number I mean that Smarty's Echo was 18. 18 yeah. Sorry about that. Number 19 Albano with 4 points. Number 20 Uncle Cy who just battled Samrat in the Withers. Number 21 Scotland he was in third in the Withers. Who else have we
1: got here? And then the rest is just all twos and threes, so they're still kind of in the weeds at this point.
0: Yeah, so number 22, Walt. Number 23, Laddie Boy. Laddie Boy. Number 24, Smart Cover. Number 25 was also in the Holy Bowl, Big Bazinga. Number 26, Cristo, who was in second in The Sham. And number 27, Intense Holiday. So go. that's that's the wrap on the standings. There's quite a few horses. Number 28, I think, is strong mate. 29 is Tamarindo. Up-and-coming races, we have the withers that was yesterday. The Robert B. Lewis at Santa Anita is coming up. The El Camino Real Derby at Golden Gate is on the February 15th. The Southwest at Oakland Park is on February 17th. That's a 10 winner. And the first of the next prep series the 50 pointers the fountain of youth on february 22nd so those are the next huh. few races and we go into the 50 pointers on Feb- this month so
1: they start kind of coming quick too yeah like.
0: i mean it's every weekend there's just a blitzkrieg of <laughs> of races so let's talk about the holy bull real holy quick bull. so you heard it at the top of the the podcast um Coup de Gras, the number one with J.R. Velasquez, Chad Brownhorse. Uh, the number two was Financial Mogul, J.R. J.L. Ortiz, and Richard Violet was the trainer. Best plan yet, number three, Stanley Gold, and E. Zayez was the, the jock. Almost famous, ran a pretty good race with Calvin. Bow Rail or Burrell, Patrick Byrne as a trainer. Our caravan, um, Mike Dillinger with C Lannery. Mister Speaker, another Shug horse with Jose Liscano. Tommy always gives me a hard time about how he pronounces Liscano.
1: <laughs> how you pronounce it?
0: Yeah. It's pronounced properly now. I used to really massacre it, so I'm not going to do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's good of you. And then the biggie, Cairo Prince with uh, Luis Saez. And that's a Curran horse. Wicked Strong with uh, Javier Castellano and uh, James Jerkins. And then Conquest Tightman, Sean Bridgman, and Mark Cassie. Ten was, there's a lot of horses in the Big Bazinga. With Joe Bravo and Eleven was Intense Holiday with Joel Rosario, and that's a Todd Fletcher horse. So pretty good race. Uh, ended up Cairo Prince, Con- Conquest Titan, an Intense Holiday. But uh, at the at the top of the stretch, or no, as they broke from the gate, it was Coup, coup de Gras he he went out on top with Almost Famous and then Mr. Speaker was sitting pretty. I, I mean, I bet Mr. Speaker. I really liked uh, Shug's horse. And they, he was like third, so that kind of stayed that way until about three quarters of the way around the track and uh, Coup de Gras just kind of did the backstroke with JR because he was out on the lead. The fractions were okay. Almost Famous was on the rail with Kelvin and I, he was in a good spot and Mr. Speaker was in stalking position. And then um Carol prince was about fifth position worked his way into fourth and at the top of the stretch he got to the lead and man he just smoked him he went away by five and three quarters um the only other comment that i would make is conquest titan made a big move he was dead last most of the way around and he made a big move um coming down the stretch but it was too little too late and he was too far back but that horse has done that a couple of times I I looked at some video the night before on Conquest Titan of his last allowance right, race and he looked pretty good and he did the same thing he went from last to first in that race so he 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 may have something I don't know Cairo Prince is, looks like he's in pretty top form and running pretty well for Kieran and nice. he was carrying um the most weight in the race, which is interesting. So he was carrying 122 pounds, where Conquest Titan was carrying 116, and the only one other close horse was Best Planned Yet at 120. So um, he won by five and three quarters. So it was it was a good race by Kyra. I definitely think if he stays healthy, he'll be a Derby contender for sure. Yep. And he'll be a probably a heavily favored in the Florida Derby. Um, if Honor Code gets back, I mean Honor Code will probably be way off the pay, which is tough. I mean, so Conquest Titan ran from the back of the pack. Um, we'll see. Honor Code has run a different couple a couple of different ways, so we'll see how he does. But um, uh, Cairo Prince is looking pretty tough. Nice. So that is the Holy Bull. It was a, it was a great race. I mean, I was up, I mean, just talking about I was in the walking ring with um Ellen from Gulfstream. It was it was fun. I got some uh my pictures in the the walking ring I wasn't crazy about cuz some of the background stuff wasn't great, but from the top of Gulfstream it was funny because we had to go through the trainer's room up four flights of stairs. <laughs> to get to the top i didn't want to take the um we couldn't take the elevator because it's 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 far away and it might be crowded to get up get up to the like owner's boxes and stuff so we had to run upstairs so i was racing ellen it was (laughs) i lost both times i was dying nice and ellen actually used to be a jockey in in uh, new england I, i looked up her record and stuff and she had been she had you know she knows like um, she knows Billy Mott. She worked for Bill Mott for a while. She worked for Todd Pletcher for a while. She was an exercise rider. Pretty cool talking to her. She knows everybody in horse racing. She get, on, this, get to, on the uh, show. Yeah, I should. She was talking to um J.R. Velasquez um before his first race up. So she she knows JR and she knows a lot of the jocks. So it was it was kinda cool hanging with her. She you know, everybody knew her, so it was neat. So let's go on to let's talk a little bit about which race? The Withers? So, yeah, we could talk about the Withers. So the Withers was an interesting race. It was really a two-horse race. I gotta find my sheet on it here, Maxie. I don't know what I did with it. Okay, so that so the Withers at Aqueduct looked pretty cold there. The fractions weren't super fast. Um Uncle Cy and Samrat and I was going to try but they, they were both one-to-one, so they were both, you know, bet down heavily. Scotland was a decent horse. Class and, classic jock and roll. Samrat went out first. Uncle Si was battling him almost the entire way around the track, and then Samrat just kind of outlasted him and won the race going away. So it came in Samrat, Uncle Si, the third horse. Hmm. Don't know who came in third. We'll have to go nice. back to that. Nice. I wrote it down someplace, but uh, <laughs> thanks, Maxie. <laughs> so this Samrat horse looks pretty good. He has won everything mm-hmm. this year. He's won by quite a bit, so he's a Richard Violet horse. So he 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 could be in contention. Um, he's probably going to go next into the Gotham or something like that. So we'll see. Um, looking pretty solid though. So a little golf clap for Samrat there, Maxie. Cool. We already talked a little bit about the Sammy F. Davis um, Stakes. It is a grade three. It was run at Tampa Bay. Harpoon was kind of lining up, and, you know, he's pretty favored. Um, Noble Cornerstone was also, I mean, early morning line and Harpoon was four to one. Noble um, Cornerstone was seven to two. Uh, Cousin Steven was three to one. Um, but Cousin Steven. Cousin Steven. But the way that that race ended up was Harpoon got nipped at the wire by, I want to say, man. What's the name of that horse there, Max? Which one? The four.
1: Uh, Vinciramos. Vinciramos. Maybe. so yeah, Vinceramus.
0: I think so. So it was that them too. Um but it was like a whole wall of horses came down and um pretty interesting race. Uh so Harpoon is still he's finished second, so I don't know what they're going to run him in next. They might put him in I don't know if he qualified for the um the Fountain of Youth. Uh he came in second, so we'll see. So he he be I mean he re- made a pretty big move coming down the stretch. So nice-looking gray is Todd Pletcher another Todd Pletcher horse so the other race that was ran yesterday was the hutchinson so um i really liked wildcat redness and he was bet way down at first he was probably got i think he got the six to five but then as the the race went on i didn't really want to bet him because i was thinking oh maybe i'll go on the cz horse which is the so the horses in, in the hutchinson with spot pablo del monte mighty brown CZ, Wildcat Red, um, Gambler's Ghost, Long on Value, Trailblaze, which is another Pletcher horse, Tashir, which looked like a decent horse. He had a 93 buyer. And then Vinceramos. Why is Vinciramos? Uh, Vinceramos, but Vinciramos ran in the Tampa Bay um, race, the Sammy F. Uh, Davis Stakes. Anyhow, um, so in this particular race gamblers ghost went out on top with mighty brown they had early speed um cz i think was sitting third wildcat red was sitting fourth the fractions were pretty pretty good the the, the quarter mile was at 22 and 3 the half was at 44 and 8 which is fast this is a shorter race seven furlongs so they were going pretty quick um, and then wildcat red gets to the top of the stretch and kind of gets by them all and he you know battled a little bit with cz but he, he won and he went off a two to one so i i had the the exact wildcat red cz which was great um paid i don't know didn't pay a ton but it paid something so there you go um so that's the wrap on the hutchinson so we had the hutchinson we, we recapped the holy bull the withers those are both Points races, ten pointers for mm-hmm. the um, chase for the triple crown, and then the Hutchinson, the Sammy F. Davis Stakes, and what else did we talk about today? We got them all, I think. So that that's that's pretty much it. You got anything, Maxie?
1: Nope, just blow my nose. Just
0: <laughs> great. I'm gonna cut it. And a, and a, just a reminder that Casaguapo's running in a an allowance race. Um, the purse is forty eight thousand, and I think he's a pretty good. He's the class of this field, so he should do
1: pretty well. We'll see. Nice, and I think that is that does it. A wrap. Well, you can get uh, this show and every one of our shows on media dot com in the podcast section. And while you're there, maybe look at a picture or two and pick one up if you like it. Sure, there's some
0: new stuff. I'll have some. I haven't put the sham photos out there yet, but I have pictures
1: of the holy bull. Believe it or not, already out there. Nice. So, take a look at that. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Anglelight Media and f- like us on Facebook, um, which is Anglelight Media as well. And you can listen on iTunes and SoundCloud. And I believe that is a show. That's a wrap.